make this beat. Ay, ay. Say, nigga, I don't wanna talk. Meet me at the bank, show me what you really bout. Niggas ain't real when the shit really count. That's why I keep my little cat in their mouth. Say, bitch, I don't gotta count. Y'all knew I was gonna open the show with Meg the Stallion. That's my new baby mama. Uh, welcome back to the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. Back with another episode. I have missed you guys like crazy. And I know I say that every single time, but it's always true. Uh, we are on episode 25. Like, how wild is that? Um, can we catch up for a moment? So that was Meg, my new bae, with uh, Riller off her, I don't know if this is a official album or EP or what, but it's called Fever. If you are fucking with Meg the Stallion, it's not even an if that she is get rich or get drunk trying vibes. Like if I could do a get rich mixtape, she would probably be the star of the show. Like that's my shorty. Um, Sweetie, I'm fucking with kind of hard to right now. City Girls um, on some singles, but not the whole album. But in general, a vibe. I'm actually going to go see them live uh, in October. My Miami crew. Maybe we should put that together like a get rich or get drunk trying, you know, fiesta. Y'all with that? We'll talk about it on Instagram. <sighs> that was a mouthful. Anyway, um, you probably hear clicking and clacking in the background. That is uh, Romeo per usual because he don't want to get up and get lit until I'm recording the show. My Dalmatian, um, if you guys forgot my dog. So, um. Back to catching up with you guys. Uh, I have I've been working, I've been traveling, I've been running my business. As you know, I own a retail boutique, electric87.com. So that's Metro Booming. And um, I've kind of been focused on dating of all things, which is like rare to hear me say because you know I'm team the more the merrier, team single, team. Hot girl summer, team city girl season. But lately, my focus has turned to dating. I don't know if it's because my birthday passed. Um, shout out to all the Cancerians. I'm June 30th, obviously. Uh, I think it's my birthday. You know, it just hits you and you're like, damn, like, mm, you know, I look like a teenager, but I'm a mature woman. Maybe I should give a man a chance at some point. So with that in mind, I decided to join Tinder. Now, <laughs> I know that millions and millions of people, literally like 50 million active users are on Tinder worldwide. And yet it seems to still kind of carry the stigma or this taboo that it is for hookups um exclusively I haven't had that experience um I had used tinder like you know on some silly curious shit before but like uh to actually say okay I'm gonna put some effort into my profile I'm actually gonna swipe and I'm actually gonna go out with people I haven't had that experience and it appears that it's like anything else on the planet. You give, or excuse me, you get what you give. So if you put out that hookup vibe, then that's what you're going to get. Like if you're half naked in your photos or, you know, you're captioning your little um, bio with Netflix and chill type shit, then that's probably what you're going to get from potential matches. Uh, if you approach it in a more... Uh, significant 
way, then you're going to get more significant and substantial results. And that goes for men and women. So anywho, on Tinder, right? Profile is booming, look cuter than ever. My little caption is cute and I'm using it and I'm swiping, right? And okay, so I had two different experiences. So the first person I matched with um, was a lawyer here in South Florida, um, a mature guy as well. Uh, We decided to go out. We went out. We had a really good time, except that I know he will never call me again, ever, period. He probably, we had appetizers, and he knew he wasn't going to call my ass again. Let me tell y'all what happened. So he was obviously intimidated by me, and I mean that in the humblest way. But it was crystal clear that he was not accustomed to a bitch like me. Every single thing that we talked about, you know, he would ask me a question and I would answer completely honestly. And it w- he would just be shook. Like we would talk about travel plans and, you know, I'm going to Ibiza in two weeks and um, back to Sing- or not, not back to, excuse me, I was going to say back to F1, but in Singapore in September and like I want to travel the entire world and all this blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. And... I was trying to mask my disdain because I'm a polite person and I love Vegas too. That's not just not the only place I want to go. So that was an example. And even like I was headed to a quick little trip the very next day and he was like, damn, so you just run to the islands like just because? And I'm like, yeah, it's down the street. It's uh, we live in Miami. The islands are a 20 minute flight away. Like, why wouldn't I? I don't have a husband. I don't have a bunch of kids. What the fuck else am I doing with all my money, you know? So you could just get catch the wave in his, <laughs> in the way he was talking to me and in the way he was looking at me as if a text bubble was over his head that just said, wow, like shook it. Even, oh, we'll reel it back. Okay, so the restaurant we went to, is in a hotel and from the lobby. So he got there right before me and he was sitting down waiting on me in the lobby. Bam. I pull up and he walks out to greet me and he's like, Oh, like, Oh, Oh, you doing it like that? Like big shit popping. I drive a Maserati. Right. And I love it. That's my baby, but I really want a McLaren (laughs) and a black badge Rolls Royce Dawn. So yes, I mean, I know my Maserati's cute and shit, but I don't expect a grown ass man and attorney to be so fucking intimidated by a car. Like I'm not even out the car yet. Like, it's our first date. At least pretend to act like you've been with a bitch that, you know, drove uh, not a Toyota Corolla or the, the fucking bus for all that matter is the way he was acting. So he was intimidated off top and it just it turned him off which is perfectly okay like it is what it is you know I'm not for everybody nobody is is for everybody you can be the ripest most juicy peach on planet earth and it's still somebody that don't like peaches which is perfectly cool like I'm glad that we're not gonna waste any more of each other's time but yes that was an interesting experience um to just intimidate somebody so like blatantly and I was chilling like 
Anywho, okay, so that was experience number one from Tinder. <laughs> experience two is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm telling you guys these stories because everybody tenders. Y'all try to act like y'all don't, but everybody is on dating sites these days. It's 2019. Um, of course, it's dope to meet organically, but it's just not working out that way for me. I haven't met anyone organically, you know, in the fucking library or at the bank or whatever our parents used to do. So I'm trying a different method. And I know y'all can relate. Do not leave me hanging out to drive as I'm telling these stories. Bam. So date two with this, uh, not day two, but the, the second experience, completely independent of the first one. So I matched with this guy and, um, you know, he's very interested off top. I'm interested off top. He's talking my language, reviving heavy. So he doesn't live here, but he was like, um, I'm going to fly in to take you to dinner. Perfect. So because he was flying in from another state to take me to dinner, I offered to choose the restaurant. Um, and I chose and I gave him, you know, the name of the place. And I sent him the link. I was like, you know, is this, is this, is this your type of vibe? Like, meaning, do, would you like this type of food, not anything else? So he texts me back. <laughs> I should read it. Shit, I should pull it up. Hold on, I'm going to read it to you on this text message. Okay, I'm back. I had to find it. So uh, he says, we can do nicer if you wish. You don't have a place that you love or a place that you would want to go, but no one would go with you? Question mark. <laughs> Y'all. And low low super under the radar low key I guess that's kind of cute and sweet in a way I, you know he was trying to say like you don't have to dumb it down uh I can kind of take you wherever you would like to go I that's what I'm choosing to make his intent you know men especially men of means particularly an older guy uh they assume that because we're young women that we don't know better right so or or we're too timid to ask and this is even funnier because my birthday was like 10 days prior not even shit no yeah maybe like 10 days prior and I was in Vegas at Joel Rubicon three-star Michelin restaurant that my date basically shut down for me to have private dining <laughs> so I just had like a three thousand dollar dinner Two nights ago, honey, I know how to pick a restaurant, but I think it's cute that you think I might be a cheesecake factory, bitch. So when I tell you, let's go to Matador room, you know, you're concerned because it's not Michelin star. I don't know, y'all. It was just comedy. I actually screenshot it and posted it to my Insta stories and all my friends were crying because they know me. They know that if I don't do anything else, I'm going to eat very, very well. So it was just super funny that he said that, but I chose to look at it from a positive and just, you know, I hit him back like, you know, that's real sweet and everything, but trust me, I, I know, I know what I'm talking about. I got this booming. You just stay tuned. So anywho, he flies in, takes me to dinner. We had a blast. And um, then we spent like three days later, we had our second date. We went to the Bahamas, had a blast. We stayed at the Grand Hyatt Bahamar which is gorgeous, by the way. It's like Rosewood, SLS, and Grand Hyatt on this huge compound. It's really beautiful. If you get a chance to go, for sure go. You're going to love it. Uh, he and I loved it, and we're going to go back soon. So first date, second date went really, really well. Uh, third date is tomorrow, actually. 
cross your fingers for me. Um, but my, the moral of the story is that there are some potential pieces on Tinder and no one is more surprised than me. Shout out to Chloe. Shout out to Brittany. Um, I have also set up their Tinder profiles because it is a hot girl summer. Don't get me wrong, but a bitch is trying to have a cuddled up fall, you know, and now is the time to get the roster tightened and together. And if somebody wants to behave so well that I cut the rest of the team, so be it, you know, shockingly, I'm kind of open to that. I would love to hear you guys' Tinder stories um, at me on the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. Instagram, hit me on Twitter. Email me, Asia at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying.com. Like, please tell me I'm not the only one out here swiping on some lames. Cause that's really, I mean, honestly, it's a whole lot of lames. But the 1%, that's all you need, right? You're only looking for one date. So, or at least one at a time. So it's cool. Like, just keep keep seeing what's the play. Like, give somebody a chance. Don't throw them away immediately. Um, unless they are intimidated by you because ain't nobody got time for that. That shit was super fucking corny. Um, I think I may have told him the name of my show too. So he's probably listening to this, even though he's never going to call me again, but that's cool, baby. I don't want you to call me. It's you, you not my type. I don't want to waste nobody's time. So anywho, um, on the other end end of the spectrum of life right so dating is um kind of cute it's looking up but my work situation is annoying and you know this made me think of wanting to record the show too because I know many of us we're millennials and we're not all 100% situated in our work situation so as we know I run two businesses with um electric 87 boutique and get rich or get drunk trying obviously but I have not cut the cord and completely quit working. I'm still bartending occasionally for a myriad of reasons, mainly just because the money's so good and I'm just being a punk ass bitch and don't want to pull the cord. Like I have been working since I was 16, so I'm not used to not working. And um, God knows I work for the boutique and the podcast, don't get me wrong, but I've been an employee and I feel... I have mixed emotions about saying that, but I've been an employee. I've been groomed to be an employee for a very long time. And it is a risky move to just dive off the fucking cliff and say, okay, I'm ready to be wholly responsible for every dollar I make. You know, it's a safety net to keep uh, a place of employment, even though, you know, financially, do I need it? No, but do I, I guess, psychologically kind of need it. Uh, Apparently I do because I haven't left. I'm giving myself a goal and a timeline that 2019 is going to end and it's going to be the end of it for me. I do not want to continue to wear this life vest um, when my business is proven fruitful and successful for me. So that's a personal goal of mine. I know a lot of us that are entrepreneurs that do have side hustles we feel the same way. You know, you have just been groomed to be doing one thing for so long and you're desperate to get out of it. I'm desperate to get under the thumb of it, but apparently I'm not because I could have long since cut that cord and there's something holding me back. And that's a personal challenge I'm having within myself. So I took a part-time gig and I'm hating it. Just, you know, to, to be blunt, the people are ratchet. 
not the staff. The staff is cool, but the people, meaning the clientele, is ratchet AF and not upscale and not high end, which is what I am accustomed to. But I didn't do my research. And that was the lesson. And I played myself this way before one time. I went to a venue that was based out in Vegas, which I loved. It had me floored, damn near moved to Vegas to work there. And then when they opened a Miami one, I jumped right on it and got played because it was ratchet. The money sucked. It wasn't cute. And I've now done done this to myself again by not researching this venue properly, spending some time there and kind of seeing what's what. So I'm full of fucking regret. I was in this orientation for three weeks, which was three weeks I will never get back in my life. I've been there three weeks and it looks like I'm leaving because this clientele is not for me, especially. And that's the killer. When you know that your business, like I can run my business and do this and make way more money and enjoy it. This is how I know it's time for me to get out of the employee game. Um, I just don't belong. It's not for me. I'm not enjoying it. And uh, I know you guys have similar struggles. Another thing I would love to talk to you guys about and hear more about, like, I know I can't be the only one. I have many, many friends that are in this boat and we just get scared. Like, what did you do to take the leap? What was the last straw for you working that got you to leave the employee game and just step fully into your bad bitch or, you know, boss ass dude entrepreneurial role permanently and never look back. Whatever that was, I need y'all to send that that vibe and that mojo my way. Speaking of mojo, I need some um, gym mojo, voodoo, black magic, Santeria, whatever y'all got. Uh, Flat tummy tea at this point. Cast a spell on my ass because I've been out of the gym for probably six weeks Um, because instead I would prefer to eat funnel cake. And my boy D. Nix, shout out to Dorian, got me back in the gym today. Broke my entire motherfucking life apart. Um, Basically called me a fat ass. Made me cry. And I appreciate it because... I'm trying to be butt naked fine, especially if I'm dating. You know, you got to really tighten it up. And uh, he got me together with these resistance bands. It was just, ugh. If you need a reminder to go to the gym, please let this be it. I mean, health is wealth, truly. Like, it's no point in getting rich and not being healthy enough to enjoy it. I have uh, committed to going back to the gym D-Nix is going to be holding me accountable. I want you guys to hold me accountable. Uh, maybe in a few months when I get my shit together, we could do some type of like fitness challenge as a team. That would be super, super dope. Oh, you know what? You guys have to try this app too called Aptiv. A-A-P-T-I-V, I believe. It's bomb. It's like a personal trainer in your ear. It's like $60 for the year. Bomb. Um, I do recommend that since everybody can't have a D Nicks in their life. So before we wrap up the show, as always, we have to do a get rich tip of the week. And this week's get rich tip is an app that I'm obsessed with, and it is called Self Lender. So Self Lender is basically an app that, helps you purchase a CD so that your credit score improves. 
And anything that improves your credit score is a good thing. So it's basically a little personal loan kind of that you take out for yourself through this app at different rates every single month, you pay it back. And at the end of that period, be it six months, uh, a year, two years, you get the money back, a little bit of interest, and guess what? Your credit score has improved because this app reports this like a traditional loan. So it's one thing to have a bunch of negative accounts um, on your credit report. It's something different to have a bunch of positive accounts on your credit report. I am not the credit expert. I am a base level because I've always kind of kept my shit pretty decent, but um, that this has been super helpful. I am a beginner at this self-lender app, so I will continue to um, share my journey with you guys, but I'm trying to crack that 800 period. Like it's one thing to have cash. It's something totally better to have buying power. And that buying power comes from that 800 credit score. So I'm in the 720 club, but I'm trying to get to 800, um, hopefully in the next year. Cause it's a bunch of shit I want to buy, uh, real estate wise. So I got to get on that. So check out self lender app. If you're using self lender app, I would love to hear some of you guys's feedback and uh, what I should do to continue to up my credit score so I can just get my shit together like cash flow is is everything don't get me wrong but um when you find out how much more purchasing power that credit score gets you hunty like that'll make you want to tighten your shit up immediately and last but not least of course the get drunk cocktail of the week this one I'm going to shout out Miss Brittany Payne, uh, because the cocktail this week is water. Yeah, plain, crisp, refreshing H2O. Uh, Brittany and I went to the Link Up's Bad and Boozy. This is my third time hitting this day party here in Miami. Shout out to the at link up crew um for throwing this bomb ass day party it's on a rooftop it's real fly real sexy real black everything i like right so i got Brittany to come down uh from west palm beach to go to this party with me and we did not have one sip of water <laughs> we didn't have a celery stick a bitch didn't have a pop tart a pringle nothing just gone took my happy ass to the party and was drinking Don Julio like it was going out of style. Uh, like prohibition was happening the next day. Everything must go sale. And the next thing I know, it's 7.45 and I am blackout. Like big drunk, big lit. It's 4 billion degrees outside. And Brittany and I were like, done, done, done. Then we go to my favorite restaurant <laughs> on the beach and I pay for us to have a nice expensive dinner to come home and puke it up. So the cocktail of this week is water. Do not be like me, okay? I am a professional fucking drinker. I know better than anybody on the planet to hydrate and to eat. And I don't know what happened. Like, Britt and I hadn't seen each other in a while, so we were just catching up, catching up, catching up, getting dressed, having a good old time, doing our makeup, and I literally forgot to eat 
and drink. How insane is that? I haven't thrown up in 27 years. So it was the wildest experience. Um, oh, and wait, before I leave, <laughs> that makes me think of FaceTime. Those that know me personally, if I FaceTime you, don't answer. I don't give a fuck what you might think is happening. I do not FaceTime. So if I'm FaceTiming you, that means I'm drunk. There should be like a Sudoku or like a, a Rubik's Cube or something that you should have to solve before you are allowed to open FaceTime. Because for some reason, when that tequila hits, all I want to do is hop on FaceTime and cut up. Oh, man. What a fun time. Shout out to Link Up Crew. So, uh, yeah, that is what the cocktail is this week. Plain old water. Do not be like me. Be better than me. And take your ass out there and hydrate and eat before you get the drinking. It's not cute, sis. <sighs> All right, that's it for this show, guys. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 25 of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please review it. Please share it, subscribe, show me some love, hit me on Instagram, hit me on Twitter, email me at Asia, not at Asia, Asia at get rich or get drunk trying.com. See you next week. Peace.